Greetings and welcome to the worship services of Alamo First Baptist Church. I'm Brother Chris Rigby. I'm standing here this morning in front of our bell. This is the original bell that was at our old location uh, years ago. It uh, was there when the church was first built and it was always a call to worship. Well, when we moved to our new campus here several years ago, we brought it with us. And not too long ago, we got to put it up. We're so excited about it because it reminds us that we're coming together into this building to worship. And we are excited that today you've decided to tune in to our broadcast to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our prayer this morning is that you will see the great love that Jesus has for you and the great love that we have for you as well this morning as we worship together. We look forward to meeting you and your family and we invite you to be a part of any of our worship services, our activities or ministries here. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, probably the best way to do that is just drop us a line at our email address, alamofirstbaptist at gmail.com. All of it spelled out, just gmail.com, alamofirstbaptist. We look forward this morning to worshiping with you. We pray God's blessings upon you and your family as we go inside now and we worship together. Let's go ring that bell for Jesus.
see everybody that's going to be glad that you're here. A couple of announcements uh, that we want to get you to make. Maybe we'll get to be sure to announce that they're trying to collect for the driving through the night boxes. We want the big size boxes. We have these big boxes to bring them to the church and kids can paint them. Make little cards out of them. We'll be doing the drawing. I think she wants to do a box for the principal to drive into the night. Make those things for them. So anyway, that makes sense. Has yet to be seen. See, the fella in the uh, what is that? Purple shirt actually pushed the brake, and, and that that part has been cut out. So, and where was I? Where am I? You like that? service here on May the 11th, right? And that'd be at 7 p.m. Um, so on our normal Wednesday night schedule, we're not going to have any service on that. But now, if you want to come to back to our service, you're more than welcome. I think Brother Mark and Coach Bell is going to be our speaker. And uh, anyway, um, we're excited to be able to do that. But this will be continue to be uh, worked on so we're able to hear this here. This Wednesday night is our last meal. Pray for 
then the Holy Spirit can add things to us from that point on as children of God. You know, it's, it's the best thing that you can do is to give your life to God because you trust in God and let the Holy Spirit guide you. God will tell you where to go. God will tell you how to go. And God will tell you when to go. One of the devotional books that I had one of the grandkids had a good friend of grandkids. I was down one of the children's books. And the prayer was this, Lord, I want you to know, I want to know that you are guiding me. I want to know that I have free will for my life. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to mess it up again. And I desire to know you and to follow you with you. But you know, that's not just a prayer for the We ought to get up every day and say, God, guide me. God, lead me. Don't let me miss what you have to offer me today. I want you to say three things this morning as you think about God's guidance. As you think about what the psalmist says to us in Psalm 73, verse 8. Number one, I want you to think about the embrace of the promise of his guidance. I want to say something to you. I'm glad that John says to you. know this, I want you to hear this. God has a plan for your life. Now, you may not get that in here. God, the creator, the wisest of the wise, the one to whom we answer, the one to whom we can return, he's got a plan. I think one of the biggest stresses that people go through is trying to figure out what are they to do today. I get that. I've been there. I understand that. I sympathize. I've been that kind of person. But you know, there came a day where it finally hit me. Chris, you don't have to come up with a plan for your life. All that you have to do is discover God has the best plan for you. God has the truest plan for you. All you have to do is find the center of that plan and get behind it. That's the good news. God is in the planning business. He's in the guiding business. Russ Johnson, a writer for Christianity Today, a magazine wrote um, about a seminar that he was at, and he conducted a poll concerning how Christians felt about the freedom gospel to the life, and he asked them a, a lot of um, interesting questions, uh, which they most desired and were leading to God. In other words, what do you really want God to do for you? What is your calling? And basically, he said, when all the answers came back and fell into two categories, here's what people said that they wanted most of all for God to help them find in their life. And the categories were a vacation and location. Vacation. What kind of work do I do for a long time? What's it all about? It's my life. Now, strangely enough, he said, in the Bible, there's very little given about God's job. 
trust what God says about this, and it will not trust what man says about this. And the world loves to, to, to lie and belittle the Christian faith and belittle the provider. I simply get to the point that I was in this talking about our series. You know, we're in Matthew 24, and Jesus gives the parable of the fig tree. And Jesus makes a prediction. And let me tell you, there are no uh, thinkers throughout the ages who basically have put the whole premise of Jesus being a false prophet, Jesus being a puppet, on some of what he says in Matthew 24 because some things there did not happen the way that that Bible teachers have even thought they would happen and people who read the Bible thought they would happen. Even there, your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. 
God will guide us everywhere that our heart can be led. Secondly, God will guide us continually. Isaiah 58, verse 11, and the Lord will guide you continually. He didn't just guide us in spirits. God isn't just there to keep us in, to keep moments on our lives. Listen, in the average, ordinary, daily working of our life, God is there to guide us. One of the things I've discovered as I've gotten, as I've gotten older is, is that God's always there with me. Even in the ordinary moments of my life. And, and I've got to where I really hunger for God more in the ordinary moments than I do in the extraordinary moments. You see, I'm thankful for therapy. But in the extraordinary moments, and I'm going to use today as an example, I know God's going to be with me. He's given me that assurance. He's shown me through so many times. Just don't worry about it. I've got you. When you stand to speak and you stand to care to preach for me, I'm going to be there for you. So I, you know, in 30 plus years of preaching, I've come to expect that. And someone said, I don't know how you get up and you preach every time. I don't know how else to do it. I mean, this is just, God is, he's so written in my heart. I know he just will come to the extent that I'm speaking for God himself. Show me the extraordinary. But what I've discovered, what I didn't really expect, is that God is really always there in the ordinary. I was born that day. I love to go outside in the other room. And I would go out on the balcony because it's been my mother was dying. I'm probably going to die today. She, she's doing her funeral day while I'm talking. And we talk about everything. And, and, and most of the time, There just as much as he is on Sunday. God will guide us as he pleases. He guides us in our circumstances, in our friends, in our Holy Spirit. He guides us as he pleases. You know, we, we laugh about the video that God gives you back. Um, God will lead you. Imagination. They love to hear about what's going on in the 
saying that God cannot speak in what I call the, you know, wide open method. But be careful in living by the wide open method because you might be having your fundamental, fundamental thinking and all that you just said. I mean, sometimes the Bible just walks over you and you can lose your faith. And sometimes it has nothing to do with what God wants you to do in your life. You got one fingernail different. I mean, I want to take one fingernail different now just because I try to fit in any of it. People look at me like I'm nuts and say, oh, no, no, no. Be careful with the fans you fall into. You know, some fans are just too demanding. But some fans can lead you in a way you would not have gone. Impulse is living by impulse. Well, I know why folks go away. Man, I just had this idea. Side question. Also, follow him. 
they were encouraged. They, 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 they did it with 12 guys. They, they were ready to get the 12 guys and fill out the numbers to get to make sure they, you know, that they had the numbers to go with. Because the Spirit had clearly, God had clearly spoke to me, we're going to cast lots. Oh, yeah, that's fine. This is the day. And guess what? It wasn't the day. But in due season, in due time, God said, no, I've got the one. It's the one we never would have picked. It's the one we would have never dreamed of. He was the Christian who kept the sound. It was the one called. He's the one, by the way, that left that life and keep coming and keep coming. So resist the pretense of saying, God is in the chance. And finally, we surrender to the recklessness for God's benevolence. Three things like that. Recognize that you make mistakes. Jeremiah 10, 23, I know the Lord, that a man's ways is not in itself, nor is it in a man who walks in the way his steps. You need God's guidance. Never get to the road that you don't know that God leads. Number two, acknowledge God's grace. Proverbs 25, 6, when I say to worship, trust the Lord with all your heart, Stay in His Word. Memorize it. Meditate upon it. Obey it. Find it glorious. Stay humble. Pride is the obstacle to God moving your way. Therefore, be obedient. And that is, Jesus had the best advice that has ever been given. God didn't require it, He never said in His sermon. says do something, do it for him. And finally, be sensitive. God, God, those who are willing to do that. Let me tell you something about just coming to church. Let me tell you this. You know what it says? 
We pray God's blessings upon you as you worship with us today. If God has led you to make a decision today for Jesus, we would love to hear about it. We invite you to come to our website, cometothecross.net. Our online decision card will allow you to tell us about the decision that you're making. All decisions, all contacts are kept private and are confidential. However, we would be able to pray for you and perhaps I'd even be able to call you and pray with you about what God has led you to do if you so desire. So fill out the form, let us know, and just know that we love you and God loves you. And we're excited that you're taking this first step for God today.